The Crow Show on Triple M with Sauce. Sauce, a left foot snap, and he gets his second goal. And Tomo. I've never played the game, okay, so you can clip me to buggery. Nah, good morning to you, South Australia. Great to have your company once again on this Sunday morning. As I welcome my man, 208 games to his name, three-time showdown medalist Sam Jacobs. Hello, mate. How are you, Tomo? It's, uh, it's nice to be on and actually put the feet up and have a bit of a mental breather this weekend. That's it. With no game going on, mate, the, the buy, so we can really just sit back and enjoy. Exactly, mate. It's a, a nice time to reflect and get everyone to refresh and get ready for the second half of the year. Uh, absolutely. Looking forward to this. We're going to be catching up with Shane McAdam. Yeah, he's, he's uh, a really popular popular teammate, Shane. So, um, I mean, we all admire the marks oh, he takes yeah. and the goals he kicks, so we look forward to hearing more from him. Yeah, absolutely. It was only a couple of weeks ago we had Ian Callanan on the uh, on the show as well, which was fantastic to get a, a, a mature-age player on board. But And we're doing sort of the same thing as well. Today, we got James Podziadley on. Yeah, yeah, we do, which uh, Pods is going to be fantastic. Obviously, uh, the uh, the founder of AFL Max, which, yes. is, which is great. So we'll look forward to having a chat to him and, and also a, a, a fan surprise and delight, oh, which yeah. is good. So it's uh, it's nice when we have a bit of a break to to get back to the fans and, and reward a fan for his long uh, long-time support. Oh, absolutely. We're in for a bit of a treat right now. Yeah, we are. I'm looking forward to this. We have Shane McAdam on the line. Shane, oh, you got us. Yeah, boys, got you. Ah, you're a good man, mate. Thanks so much for jumping on the Crows radio show. We'll just uh, start from where you, you grew up, Shano. So you were in Halls Creek, far northwestern Australia, and uh, and then you made your way down to South Australia. How'd the childhood go? Yeah, good, good. Uh, yeah, Halls Creek, uh, not many people have heard of Halls Creek from Adelaide. Um, but now, growing up in Halls Creek, yeah, real fun. Uh, we didn't really have too much, but what we had, we... Made the most of it. Oh, that's awesome. And obviously you grew up playing uh, footy up there in Halls Creek and then made your way down to Adelaide and played for the Sturt Footy Club. How was that transition? Yeah, it's good. Um, it's, uh, no, it's pretty good. I got got used to being away from home. Went to boarding school in Perth. So transition coming to Adelaide was uh, not too bad. Yep. Now, Shane, when 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 teams talk about travelling to Perth to play, it's it's a three hour flight. Can you can you just uh, let everyone know how far you had to travel for games at times? Yeah, well, uh, probably every second week we'd have to jump in the bus uh, or a car and carpool about three three and a half hours. Wow, it's amazing! Oh my god! Yeah. Um, and and I guess yeah, the the other thing is, mate, you've actually had some talent um, come out of Halls Creek. Um, Sam Petrescu, Seaton, Jai Farrow, who I know is a cousin of yours, and he came over and, and played at um, played at Scotch with you as well. But there's been no shortage of uh, yeah, some good players to come out of there. Yeah, that's right. Um, good players come out of there, and still a lot to come out. I reckon. Uh, seeing the young fellas growing up today, uh, some talent still there back home. Uh, Shano, what about your the downtime, mate? Away from the the footy club, what do you get up to? What do you what's your your, your pastime spent doing? Uh, at the moment, uh, just uh, not much at all, really. Just I got family. I got my cousin living with me in Adelaide, so I spend a lot of time with him. Um, and yeah, just mainly uh, trying to yeah focus on my footy and uh, sort of. Just um, sort of just uh, prepare for the yeah, get up to tr- for training and and the games. Uh, nice one, mate. And obviously you played at the Sturt Footy Club. How was that environment? Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I did. Really enjoyed. Uh, I had Marty Madner there as yep. the coach. Yep. And 
he made it real real simple for me. I just let me go out there and play footy, which is fun. Now, Shano, one, one part of your game we absolutely love, and I'm sure the Adelaide Oval fans love as well, Tomo, is when, yes. when uh, Shano gets up and takes those big marks. Oh, now, yeah. We've seen uh, you've had a, quite a few nominations, actually, which is, which is really good to watch. Is that something that's uh, instinctive? Uh, do, you, do you practice it at training, or is it just when you see the ball, you just fly and Nixie backs you in to have a go at them? Yeah, probably more instinctive, I reckon. Um, probably growing up in Old Creek, that's all we tried to be is um, take hangers and race each other. So, yeah, <laughs> I'd see the ball and jump up. And what about your career, Shana? Who's been the biggest influence on your career? Uh, biggest influence on my career, probably just family. Um, family back home just uh, encouraged me to stay down here and play footy. So, yeah, they've been, they've been a real big help on my career so far. Ah, no, I love it, mate. Thank you so awesome, much for, for jumping on board this Sunday morning on the Crows Radio Show. Too easy, boys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Shane. Time to do a fan surprise and delight. I'm looking forward to this one, Saucy. Uh, this is basically where we, we try and engage with the Adelaide Footy Club fans. Yeah, so we uh, we obviously make contact with a member, a long-time member. So this this person, Joe Burks, he's, he's 39. He's been a member for 23 years, wow. which is absolutely fantastic. So, Joe, welcome uh, to the Crows Radio Show. Yeah, thanks, lads. Great to be here. Now, let's, uh, let's go back to the start, mate. How did it all begin? How did you become a Crows man? Well, um, my dad was heavily involved with Ants at Australia back in the day. So they used to, uh, they were the, one of the first to come on board and, you know, they flew all the AFL teams around, including the Crows. So sort of used to go to a few lunches there, um, pre-game stuff, and then just got into the Crows and uh, from day dot, mate, uh, loved them to death. Uh, how good's that, Joey? So obviously, you know, a member for 23 years there, the, the couple of premierships would be the absolute highlight, no doubt about that. But outside of that, what's been the real, real big sweet point for you? I don't know. Even though, unfortunately, like sources know, 2017 was a great year, um, but we did weren't uh, weren't lucky enough to get the chocolates. I don't know. 2017 was just such a good ride. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was one of those ones where you just couldn't wait to go to a football game that year. You knew what you were going to get. It was always attacking, high scoring. Yes, we didn't get the grand final uh, win, but I, I've got to say, out of all of it, that was pretty a pretty happy uh, and exciting time. No, I agree, mate. Through that 2014-15 uh, to 2017 period, we, we certainly had to kick some goals, which was great. Um, Players-wise, who have, you, who have you enjoyed watching over the time? I mean, that's not a preloaded question, Tom. Oh, I, I think but, it is. Uh, Once again. Over to you, Joe. Who do you like, who'd you like watching? Uh, well, I saw, uh, I'm about knee-high to a grasshopper, <laughs> I've never been a ruck. Um, but you've always, <laughs> you've always been uh, great. But I'd say uh, probably growing up, I was it was actually random. Uh, I used to love Matthew Robram. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 as a footballer, I'd know Dad was always... Uh, Involved in like the SNFL, and he always talked highly of Barry Robram. And yep. I think it was just the Robram name. And I don't know, he, he'd, he'd come in and out of games every six games, he'd have a good one. But you know, you just knew what you could get, and he was that sort of tall forward. And then I guess you can't go past like the Bungie McLeod or the yeah. Ruse. And um, yeah, not just being you know, the, taking the easy way out. That's that was my era that I grew up in, and now the youngsters are coming on. and there's a bit more players' movement around, so you can't really get attached to anyone this day and age, unfortunately, and unlike the big Texans. So. Yeah, for sure. And uh, obviously, 
with the Crows moving to Adelaide Oval, I think it was about 2013-14, you would have spent a lot of time at Footy Park as well there. Uh, Joey, does any of those moments stick out for you? Yeah, well, uh, I still remember, I think it was, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, just right towards the end of uh, the 93 season, we hadn't made the finals yet, and I was still a youngster, I was still probably in uh, below 10 at that age, and I still remember beating Collingwood to make the finals for the first time, and that yep. was fantastic. And then we had some great showdown. I actually didn't go to showdown for a long time because I was superstitious because we always probably <laughs> lost them. Um, but I, some of those games and some West Coast games in that 06, 07, where we should have clinched a grand final premiership, they were fantastic games. Oh, I love it. Well, Joey, thank you very much, mate, and for, uh, to acknowledge your, your long-time support of the Crows, I, I will uh, send you a little gift pack, mate, so I'll get some Crow stuff together and send it your way. So, um, we oh, really, beautiful. We really, we really appreciate your support at the club. Um, our club's built on members, and um, we love the support we get here at Adelaide Oval and around Australia. So thank yeah, you very no much. No worries. Thanks very much. Thanks, mate. No worries at all. Thanks for coming on the Crows Radio Show. Excellent. Thanks, boys. See ya. Cheers. Now, looking forward to this next conversation, Saucy. James Podziadley is on the line, 104 AFL games to his name and uh, a mature age player at the Adelaide Football Club. He come over for a couple of seasons there and it was brilliant. And he joins us right now. G'day, Pods. How are you? G'day, Tomo and Sauce. How are you guys going? Well, oh, mate. Mate, we're on top of the world. Um, just a quick one. Let's just go through your, your footy story, mate. You're on the list at uh, Essendon and Collingwood and unfortunately didn't get a game there. Went away to work on your craft and then ended up playing 83 games for Geelong, which included a premiership. How did you see your time in the system? Well, how long do we have to talk about this? <laughs> um, but that's a pretty good summary. Now, look, my uh, my story was a long one to get to um, playing one AFL game. But, um, you know, uh, really proud of all the um, uh, people I met throughout my time and was fortunate to even play with a guy like Sauce there and <laughs> yep. and come over to um, South Australia and, and um, you know, learn a bit about a different environment, a different club and a different culture. At the time, so yeah, my my experience in football was um, obviously it's an individual, some individual accolades in there, but it's more around the um, relationships I built at the the two clubs I was a part of was um, was fantastic. Now, we're obviously, very fortunate to have you at the Crows, especially I think it was maybe one or two years after you played in the Premiership, so you you, you gave the playing list plenty. But how do you reflect on your time at the Crows, and um, you're obviously still able to play some really strong footy, um, and you had an existing relationship with Sandon and Dasha Milburn as well. So it was a it was a, yeah a good couple of years at the Crows. Yeah, no, it was, mate. I really enjoyed my time. I think. Um, Definitely coming into the club, it was really different to my experience at Geelong. Uh, and there were some things that the club at the time was doing well and there's some things that the club wasn't doing well. And I think, um, you know, being a, an older player and, and really valuing leadership, I tried to implement some things that I learned over my journey at the club. And so, as you know me, most of that was around, um, you know, having some fun yeah. um, in the environment. And uh, it is a pretty stressful environment. So I tried to bring, bring that, but also, you know, on the training track or in the gym, um, when it comes to getting that stuff done, you have to take it really seriously and perform at a high level. So I think um, hopefully one thing I brought into the club in my time is having the balance of having fun, but also, you know, training your bottom off when you need to. Now, Pods, I'm telling you, I've wanted to ask this question for a long time. It must have been the 2011 uh, Grand Final where you guys won the flag there um, and unfortunately you sustained an injury. I think it was a collarbone or a shoulder and you went up and it lives rent-free in my head when you get up and get your medal with your arm in a sling. How did we go that night? 
Um, the shoulder had no issues, Tomo, um, yep. that night. I could, uh, I think I had the shoulder above my head a few times. But, um, <laughs> um, no, look, uh, yeah, very fortunate to be part of a really good team at the time. Um, you know, fulfilled probably every um, footy player's dream to, to win a premiership medallion and be part of something special. But um, I can tell you right now, the week after um, winning that, is, um, <laughs> there's, some blank, there's some blank spots. But, uh, I, <laughs> I definitely know I had a, uh, a really good time. <laughs> Love it. Now, Pods, uh, Tomo, Tomo will chat to you in a second about um, your post-career, but um, I want to ask you about coaching. Through, we, you only did coaching for a brief time, but, I mean, without pumping your tyres up too much, but I thought you had a really, really big future in coaching. Um, you brought a lot to the playing group, and as you said, um, fun was a big part of it, and I thought you struck a really good balance between um, having the respect of the boys, but also be able to have fun. It was was coaching something that just didn't take off with you full time, or is it just something that was more of a hobby and a bit of fun to try at the time? No, it's a good question, Sauce. Um, and on reflection, I think um, at the time it was. I, I suppose I, um, I I developed a lot of knowledge as you do as a player, and you would yeah. have felt this as well. So yeah. for me, it was like, how do I transfer that knowledge as quickly as possible? And obviously. With Don Pike coming in and Nobes yep. um, being there at the time, um, I struck a pretty good relationship with them and had the opportunity to, to coach those two years. And I did I did love coaching. I worked with the backs um, for those two years and also some of the key position guys like yourself in, yep. in some aerial stuff. And I did love it. I actually learned a lot about um, myself as a as a teacher and as a coach, as an educator. And I've actually taken that into, into business now. But I just look, look, literally just had a had an itch to scratch. I've probably got an entrepreneurial um, part of me that um, is always is always been there. So I just wanted to scratch that and learn more about um, business and, and leading a team in this space. But uh, I actually actually learned a lot out of coaching and did enjoy it. But, um, you know, thanks for the kind words. And it was something that I did consider doing longer term. But, um, it, uh, yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm here now. Now, speaking of that side of your pods, you've, uh, Sharon have partnered up with obviously the, the Crows captain Rory Sloan and yourself to release these, uh, these face footies. What's all this about, please? No, this is really exciting. I think, um, yeah, we're, we're pumped to partner with Sharon and obviously Sloan and I, Source knows we're pretty close friends, but, uh, this is something I actually saw, um, Sloney, um, using at AFL Max and teaching kids how to kick probably about two and a half years ago. Yep. And um, it sort of sat with me um, for about six months. And then I um, sort of had the idea. I thought, well, why can't we actually actually put this on a ball and uh, and source, create some fun around it, yeah. create some characters, um, et cetera, and, and engage kids in football in a different way? Because my feeling and what we're seeing is that um, in some of the participation um, numbers that we're seeing is kids get a little bit um, – they lack confidence when it comes to picking up a footy. It's actually a hard thing to do to kick a drop punt to where you want it to go. Uh, and when I saw Sony using this technique, I thought, this we have to do this at scale. So um, Sony and I um, come up with the idea in terms of face footies and putting characters on the balls and, and whatnot. And then we just took it to Sharon and talked about, we think this could revolutionise the way that kids actually learn to kick a drop punt and then um, you know engage in our game in a different way. So it's... Two and a half years in the making, uh, and we're really excited to launch it now. And we think there's some some upside, not only for kids, but think about all the coaches and teachers and parents that really struggle in this area. So what's the main concept of it there, Podsy? Is it show where you should be holding the ball, gripping the ball, kicking the ball? Exactly. So face footies, you think um, kids, toddlers, one of the first things they learn in life is um, the, the key, I suppose, elements of the face. So the... Yep. 
our mantra is um, cover the ears, point the nose, kick the chin. So if you cover the ears um, of the ball, yeah. you hold it, you'll be holding the ball in the correct um, way. If you point the nose towards your target, it's likely going to go there. And if you can kick the chin, it's likely to spin the right way. So it's a three-step mantra that is easy to remember and it's all um, fun on the ball. I can see Saucy down there in no time. I think uh, I don't think you should limit it to kids. I think some <laughs> AFL clubs could use it as well. But uh, but pods, uh, Sharon face footies can be purchased from Sharon.com.au or at AFL Max. Um, yes. And kids, take a video uh, of your drop pun and share it on your socials. And don't forget to tag Sharon Oz and Sharon face footies. So pods, thank you very much, mate. Um, you're doing awesome things with AFL Max. I'm a, I'm a 34-year-old footy tragic, and I still go there myself. So it's, uh, it's <laughs> Thanks, awesome Saucy. to see. <laughs> Thanks, Saucy. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate the support. Guess who's just wandered into the box here, old Texie Walker. It has, mate. It's, uh, it's nice to have him in for a chat. Uh, big fella. Now, Texan, we're going to run through your goal-kicking routine and a couple of your most important goals that you've been able to snag through over the journey, mate. Right, eh? Now, the first one, the first one here is uh, we're going to dial back to 2012 because I know this one's a special one in your heart in, in the prelim. Can you run us through that goal, please? The one just before halftime? Yes, that's the one. On halftime. Uh, well, I think we – did it put us in front just it on halftime? It did. Yeah, it was a, it was a, bit, a, a big one and uh, I remember – I got a little laid up and I can't remember who kicked it to me actually. No, probably me, but probably saucy. <laughs> probably sauce and uh I don't know, at the time I didn't think it was a it was a important goal or anything like that. I just I'm v- I'm very big on routine, so I just went back and went through my routine and give it a heave ho straight through the goals and we got a bit excited. Let's have a we? listen. Taylor Walker Das just pointed out how significant the mental advantage would be for Adelaide to go in at halftime in front. Walker from 55, stroked it magnificently. He kicks the goal. Now look at this. Exactly what Das described. The Adelaide players now, I'm sure it was probably a uh, part of your routine back then was the flick of the mullet as you had that in 2012. Oh. But let's, let's, let's have a, a closer look into goal-kicking routine because I reckon you're one of the last, um, I guess they're older school players, aren't they? they? They go back and they you can see they've got a nice routine. They go back and they kick big goals. It just doesn't seem to happen that much anymore. What is your routine? And I know there's something, uh, one thing that you do that's uh, close to your heart. Yeah, I'll, I'm massive on routine because it yep. takes all variables out whether it be the weather, yeah. what's happening in the, sit- the situation in the game, fatigue, not fatigue, what the crowd, what. So it takes all variables out. It goes, you go, I go back and I take my 30 steps back off the mark, um, pick my target out. Always like to pick a target out behind the goals, bend over, touch my tattoo on my, on my leg, which is my bulldog from yeah. Broken Hill, which gives me a sense of um, belonging and it calms yeah. me because mm. it, feel, it feels like I'm back in Broken Hill. Yeah. And it gives me... Puts me in a happy place. There's a little bit more meaning to that tattoo. What'd you do on that day? Oh, I kicked seven. <laughs> kick seven in the granny if oh, you don't want. The, oh, I kicked seven in the granny you as well. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> kick seven the week before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were talking about the prelude. Oh, mate. Um, and then I've got a I've got a six step walk in, and then I'll get in my dynamic stage, bit of a skip, and um, yep. look up at my target. Ball up to your target, follow through. Perfect. Nice one. Um, we're going to move into a, another goal. This one, not that long ago, actually, Texan, and, and one that everyone would remember 
Melbourne come over to South Australia, Adelaide Oval, and they were in some red, red Undefeated, I yep. mean, they were. They were on heat. And, uh, look, we managed to get the chocolates, but your goal was so important to put us in front, man. Uh, yes, I do remember that one out at Adelaide Oval. They were, they were going quite well. We played some pretty good footy. Um, and I reckon there was about 90 seconds left. Mm. Yep, and I, was, was. I happened to happened to get a little quick kick out of the stoppage from Sloaney. Um, and once again, like... I knew we were down um, to to go back and just put it through was was pretty pretty nice and and then you know once you kick a goal and you you want to go into your plays at trying to shut the game down and left it to Muzz to force it out of bounds deli- <laughs> uh, not deliberately. Do you so. you, have you always been a player that at Rebels in that moment? Do you want that moment? Oh, I'd love to kick it. Yeah. You love kick it, yeah? Because some some people shy away from it though. No, I'd love it. Yeah. Love it. It's funny you say that. When Dawes kicked that goal yep. this yep. year. The showdown. Josh Riccelli, mm. in his, what, second or third game, yeah. ran straight over and wanted it. He wanted it. Shows the sign, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and it's, I don't think it's arrogant or anything. I no. just think you're confident in your ability. You know what you need to do. Um, so, yeah, I was pretty happy when I Let's saw Let's have that. a listen to that goal to put uh, the Crows in front last year against the Melbourne Footy Club. Given this moment, and he takes it his arms, rise around the Adelaide Oval. It's not over yet, but Adelaide are in front. Oh, how good. Gives you uh, chills up your spine, that one, doesn't it? Put us in front. You've kicked some big bags over your time. This is probably a little bit different from your goalking routine, but which one stands out above the rest? I know we've spoken previously on the radio show about the, the six-goal haul in, in Walsh's first game. Is there any other big games that stand out? Because you've had massive moments, like that Bulldogs kick to Charlie Cameron. Yeah, that uh, lives rent-free in my head, the commentary. Absolutely unreal. You've had some big moments uh, <laughs> with your feet. Uh, I don't know whether I'd have any. I, I, I love playing showdowns, so... Yeah. I'd imagine there would be a few in there, there is. Um, that I've kicked through a four. And, yep. Um, nah, there's not oh, – off the top of my head, you've put me on the spot of your sausage. Yep. But, um, Five goals in a semi-final against Freeman or Footy Park oh, as well. A, yeah, that was a good one. The that yoga was, pose. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. I, the side, <laughs> I was guiding that through. I don't know what I was doing, but – Kicking goals, that's all that mattered. Exactly. Uh, nah, I love it, Texan. Now they won, done and dusted, Saucy. You've been superb once again. Thank you very much, mate. It was a, it was a great show there, wasn't it? Yeah. Sure. Shane McAdam, oh, James yeah. Podsiadley talking AFL Max, mm. uh, a fan surprise and the like, and talking about Texas goal kicking, which yeah. is nice. It was good to run through a couple of the big fellas' great goals. And also, people can get in touch with the show if they want to as well via social media, Saucy. Yeah, Adelaide Footy Club on our Instagram page, Facebook, Twitter, and your favourite, Tomo. Oh, TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> That's one of yours. Uh, and also, Crow's radio show at afc.com.au. Perfect.